0: Welcome back to Canary and Coal Mine. I'm joined today by filmmaker and documentary rabble rouser, which is why we get along, Ami Horowitz, who just came back from a, making a new film Inside the Chaz, The Chop, whatever they're calling it this week. Ami, thanks for being with us, buddy. It's a pleasure. Thanks awesome. for having me on. Yeah. So you've interviewed Hamas terrorists. You've gone on immigrant caravans. You've been all over the place. How would you say that Chaz Chop stacks up against some of that stuff? Uh,
1: you know, it was uh, it was on the list for uncomfortable places for me. You know, when we first entered, it took about uh, three minutes for people to threaten us uh, with bodily harm, and then uh, a few minutes after that, two highly armed people came up to us in full, you know, military kit and started interrogating me. Started interrogating my, um, my, uh, my, my crew. So look, we didn't feel like we were really in any, in any harm. I think people just, you know, talking crap. But um, it was, uh, it was interesting. I'll put it that way.
0: <laughs> Did the uh, guards look like the Antifa types? Did They look like the John Brown Gun Club types? Did they look like college kids who were just given an AR-15? Did you happen to notice?
1: No. So there's actually a, like a left-wing gun culture that exists. Um, there are these kind of like, um, uh, these groups, I guess similar to the ones on the right. And I think they're using those guys as uh, as their security
0: since obviously there's no, no police department. Gotcha. What would you say to the people who keep claiming that this is just a peaceful protest? It's a block party. It's the summer of love. It's a street fair. Did you get any sense of that while you were there at all? Or was it mostly just kind of intimidating and threatening?
1: No, there is a veneer of a street fair. There is a veneer of a festival. In fact, what's really interesting is, is the conflict between a lot of the white people, who, white wokes who are attending, and, and the black people, the Black Lives Matter guys who are there. Because the white folks looked at it as a carnival, and there are people dressed up as clowns and, and you know blowing bubbles, and there's all this free food and free ice cream. Um, by the way, they pointed out to me that when every time they said, hey, there's free Ben and Jerry's, they would say, but they support Israel. That's a whole different issue on this, this, the anti-Semitism that's undergirding this whole thing. But when um, you ask the black people there, and they were really upset with the atmosphere. They did not like this carnival-type atmosphere. They thought it was detracting from what is their message, which is an important message, whether it be wrong or right. It's a serious message, whether they're wrong or right. And I think they're mostly wrong about it. Um, so there was a really interesting tension between the two sides on this thing.
0: Did you get a sense that there was anybody in charge or was just whichever group, group you spoke to thought they were speaking for everybody? Repeat that one more time. Did, did you get a sense that anybody is actually in charge there or each group, each person you spoke to thinks they're running the show? No, there, I did get a sense there were some people in charge. I spoke to one of the
1: women, um, uh, Jaden Grayson, who, who's one of the people in charge there. Uh, no, there, there, there is some structure to it. There's no question about it. It's, it's the black Seattle black lives matter
0: folks' who are kind of running the show there okay and I watched the entire video I'll put it up so that way everybody can see it but what was the most shocking thing to you about the interviews you did down there let me count the ways <laughs>
1: um, honestly nothing was shocking because I've, I've I've been through this before and I've spoken to these people before and I was in Milwaukee when the city was burning down I was in the New York protests um, it was more of the same, maybe a little more extreme. Uh, the one thing that is very, very clear, I've said this before, I'll say it as many times, you know, until it's, people can finally understand what I'm saying. The, the protesters, who everybody wants to say they're peaceful, they're great, they're wonderful, the protesters, almost to a man, and I've spoken to over a hundred protesters at this point, asking very similar set of questions. And um, the main question I ask them, what I'm most interested in hearing from them is, do you support the violence? And almost every single person has justified the violence, the, the, the looting, the writhing, the arson. They do believe that it is justified. So that's one thing I think is important to note. And the second thing is, there is a significant amount of anti-Semitism that is imbued in the Black Lives Matter movement. And like I said, I, I was attacked for being a Jew, verbally, while I was there. They kept pointing out that Ben and Jerry supports Israel. Black Lives Matter ostensibly is there to protect black lives, right? To say, hey, we're being put upon, we're being brutalized by the white folks, the police. Um, obviously, I don't think that that's a, a real, I mean, obviously it happens, but I don't think that it is what they're making it out to be, obviously, and I've done videos kind of pushing back on those statistics and the data shows that it's not true, but they're there to support black lives ostensibly. And the reason why I say ostensibly is because when you look at their manifesto, they, they talk a lot about black lives, all things you expect them to say, but they devote time to only one issue outside of Black Lives Matter, and that is pushing the canard, the libel, that Israel is committing genocide. They, they found it so important, they find Israel to be such an obnoxious state to them, to their, to their way of being. They, they, they had to find time to point out the Jewish state to push this lie that Israel's committing genocide. So I think there's a, re- all, all our Jewish friends who are supporting Black Lives Matter, and I support Black Lives, everybody supports Black, not to is deeply problematic when it comes to, to anti-Semitism. And our Jewish friends who stand with them, and I support them standing with them, I've got no problem with it, need to really, they need to come to the realization that there are some significant issues there. One more time.
0: Yeah, so um, I've been having pushback some of my Jewish friends when I bring up this kind of stuff about the anti-Semitism, the Black Lives Movement, the relationship to some organizations, the more extreme members. And they say, well, it's more about the movement. You can disregard that kind of stuff. Have you been having that same kind of experience when you bring this up with other Jews? Uh, absolutely. Um,
1: but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, if they found the time uh, to, to attack Jews in Israel, I, 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 there's no way I can ignore it. There's just no way. So, um, yeah, no, it's an issue that I've had with a number of, uh, of Jews. By the way, not only in my, in my friend circle, but Jews who I've come across during these protests who, I you know, we had. And they by the way, they are, for the most part, cognizant of it. But since,
0: listen, let's be honest, for Jews, Israel does not rank, you know, consistently does not rank with the top ten issues. They just choose to ignore it, unfortunately. I think it's kind of sad. You know, for the first time in my life, my wife and I have seriously discussed whether or not. In Seattle, because we're worried if they defund the police department to protect us. Last night, they expelled the Seattle Police Department from the MLK Labor Council, so they dumped their union from part of the other lay, labor union affiliates And I think it's a very, very scary time to be a Jew in America with all this going on. Has that been your experience in other cities when you've been going to these protests as well? Yes,
1: this this is some this is a symptom that I have that I have seen through all the cities I've gone to where they're having these protests. This is, this is not an insignificant issue. This is not a small issue, it's not a minor issue. It's something that we, that we need to face up to. And more importantly,
0: they need to face up to it. Do you think that any of that video that you have of the anti-Semitism stuff is gonna make its way into one supercut about the anti-Semitism inside the Black Lives Movement? Is that something you're thinking about doing? I refuse to answer. <laughs> Fair enough, okay. Well, we'll leave it at that. Ami Horowitz, thank you so much for being with us. What's the best place for people to view your video and follow you on social media? Uh, you know, the, the YouTube, uh, Facebook, Twitter,
1: Instagram, the whole, the, the, the whole lot.
0: They okay. can find me out there. I'm there. Awesome. Ami, look forward to your next project. Thanks for being with us.
1: Thanks, Ari.